Welcome to the Deep Bible Studies Podcast, where we discover, explore, examine, and practice the Word of God. I am your host, Claudia Rivera Guevarez, and today we will be going through John 2, 1-12. So let's get started. The Wedding at Cana On the third day, there was a wedding at Cana in Galilee, and the mother of Jesus was there. Jesus also was invited to the wedding with his disciples. When the wine ran out, the mother of Jesus said to him, They have no wine. And Jesus said to her, Woman, what does this have to do with me? My hour has not yet come. His mother said to the servants, Do whatever he tells you. Now there were six stone jars there for the Jewish rites of purification, each holding twenty or thirty gallons. Jesus said to the servants, Fill the jar with water, and they filled them up to the brim. And he said to them, Now draw some out and take it to the master of the feast. So they took it. When the master of the feast tasted the water, now become wine, and did not know where it came from, though the servants who had drawn the water knew, the master of the feast called the bridegroom and said to him, Everyone serves the good wine first, and when people have drunk freely, then the poor wine. But you have kept the good wine until now. This, the first of his signs, Jesus did at Cana in Galilee, and manifested his glory, and his disciples believed in him. After this, he went down to Capernaum with his mother, his brothers, and his disciples, and they stayed there for a few days. So let's break this down. This passage is so significant because it begins by clearly demonstrating through this sign Jesus' deity, because only God can create something from nothing. All the miracles or signs in this gospel are eyewitness accounts proving who Jesus is, and none of these signs are alike. The first verse says, On the third day, there was a wedding at Cana in Galilee, and the mother of Jesus was there. Jesus also was invited to the wedding with his disciples. So I want to read this excerpt from John MacArthur's sermon titled, The Beginning of Miracles, regarding the importance of Jesus in this wedding and the fact that he did his first miracle in a wedding. It says, The fact that our Lord did his first miracle at a wedding emphasizes the sanctity of that covenant. Weddings matter. Public covenant matters. The ceremony matters. It always has. People are not married who just live together. People are married who make a public covenant before God and before people. Marriage is a condition of life designed by God, ordained by God, and authenticized in an open public covenant. It is the highest and noblest and best of all human relationships. No other human relationship is as wonderful as marriage. It is called in the Bible, the grace of life. It is the most wonderful and most blessed of all common graces. And we talk about common grace. What we mean by that is a grace gift from God to all people without regard to whether they believe in him or not. That's a common grace. And all of common graces, the beauty of the world, sunset, sleep, health, good meal, falling in love, of all the common graces, the epitome of common graces is marriage. It is the best gift that God has given to humanity in general without regarding to whether they know him at all. I mean, when I first read that, I was so in awe. I didn't really see marriage as that yet because obviously it's not something I think about quite often, but being able to see it as this really allowed me to praise God. And the detailing of Jesus's first miracle being in a wedding shows that value of covenant relationship. 
between humans in marriage and even between our covenant relationship with God. Let's move on to verse 3. It says, When the wine ran out, the mother of Jesus said to him, They have no wine. And Jesus said to her, Woman, what does this have to do with me? My hour has not yet come. Just to note, the term woman was one you could say equivalent to ma'am. Um, it's an actual rare formality from a man to a woman at the time. This reveals the respect um, and also reveals Jesus parting himself from his mother and her request. Also, the phrase, what does this have to do with me? It's not disrespect, but instead it's more immediate or abrupt. It reveals that Jesus, son of God, had a very specific purpose in mission on earth apart from his mom. What does my hour has not yet come mean? Jesus actually says that quite a bit often in John, and it refers to, as John MacArthur states, to Jesus, death and exaltation, meaning the cross and his resurrection. He was in divine schedule decreed by God before the foundation of the world. Jesus is in submission to the Father who determined every single event, issue, circumstance leading up to the cross for a greater purpose of glorifying himself in the face of Jesus. Moving on, verse 5 says, His mother said to the servants, Do whatever he tells you. Now there were six stone water jars there for the Jewish rites of purification, each holding 20 or 30 gallons. Jesus said to the servants, Fill the jars with water. And they filled them up to the brim. And he said to them, Now draw some out and take it to the master of the feast. So they took it. When the master of the feast tasted the water, now become wine, and did not know where it came from, Though the servants had drawn, the water knew. The master of the feast called the bridegroom and said to him, Everyone serves the good wine first. And when people have drunk freely, then the poor wine. But you have kept the good wine until now. This was the first of his signs Jesus did at Cana in Galilee and manifested his glory and his disciples believed in him. So here, John emphasizes that the miracles were not just to display Jesus' power, but like everything, they had purpose in the belief of his people, in being made known as the one true living and eternal God himself who humbly came to bore our filth, our sin, and crush his own son with divine wrath, which was satisfied by Jesus so that we might be reconciled to him through his death and resurrection. So the last verse says, After this, he went down to Capernaum with his mother and his brothers and his disciples, and they stayed there for a few days. You can find more information on our website, www.deepbiblestudies.com where you will also find the calendar to go along with the book that we will be studying. You can also find us on Instagram at Deep Bible Studies and Facebook, where you can know every single time we post a new podcast. Also, we have an email, contact at deepbiblestudies.com, where you can ask us any questions and we will be sure to get back to you. I hope you have a wonderful day and see you next time.